hello there. You are listening to Jelly and Bean. This is a show where we talk about all manner of geek topics, tech, movies, TV shows, games and more. It's hosted by none other than Brandon Maines, an unlikely hero from the distant lands of the United States, and myself, Jelly, aka Daniel Farrelly, an Apple fanboy with a heart of gold. Today is the 1st of March, 2013, and this is episode 14. Hello, Bean. Hello, Jelly. I did just have to try and figure out the date thing. Uh, well, on the fly it, it, it's thing. weird. It's weird because February only has 28 days. You know, some, we're not used to that. Past couple of months have had a bit longer. And uh, and uh, you know, every every other year, every you know, every four years or whatever, it has the has the leap day. So uh, it it could very well have been you know that tomorrow was the 29th, uh, except that it's not. <laughs> so well, you, there's you, that you i can, guess you can play it safe as you could have just said today's the day after the 28th and then you know true. everyone would have just assumed you were being weird but really you were just trying to not be wrong <laughs> well i got it right i think i think i haven't looked at the calendar i'm just i'm pretty sure it's right yeah it is it is the I, first I it and well. it is pretty much it is pretty much march tomorrow so you know let, let's uh let's go with that uh so um yeah so have we got any follow-up today I don't think we have. Do you have, we any have none? None. No follow up. N- no follow up whatsoever. I think this is the first time that we've had no follow up. Uh, well, you know, other than choosing to have no follow up since uh, since the first episode. Yeah. So 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 no real follow up as opposed to there is follow up. You've just chosen to ignore it. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we did that. Uh, we did that at the beginning of the year. Like I ignored all previous episodes because it had been so long since we'd actually talked about stuff. There was too much follow up, uh, <laughs> so we just kind of hit reset and uh, started fresh. But no follow up today. So there's that. That's, so that's awesome. We've got more time to talk about actual topics. I'm sure that well, our listeners will be pleased. Like I said, it's terrible. That means we actually have to, you know, come up with topics. <laughs> Well, I hope you came up with topics because I certainly didn't. <laughs> uh, well, I do have a amazing and exciting and wonderful topic to talk about. Do tell, do tell. Well, the most amazing, most wonderful, most exciting game, and I try to use all the same uh, adjectives there, so you know, flow better. Uh, best game ever has been released on uh, GOG.com. Or great old games, as it used to be called, but it's now just GOG. See, I'd wondered, I'd wondered what that actually stood for. So now you've, uh, you've, you've enlightened me. Yeah, I was gonna say. I think, I think most people probably didn't know it's what it stood for, so they just decided to stop saying it stood for anything. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's kind of like KFC. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But yeah. So the game is System Shock Two. Uh, this game came, originally came out in uh, 1999, so it's uh, it's got a bit of age, but by far the best game ever. It, it, this is one of those games like I still have the CD version. Sitting with me, you know, I brought it with. It was one of the things I made sure to bring with me when I moved out here from the U.S. Um, because I wanted to make sure I had a copy with me. And of course, it, it, I could never get it to work properly in Windows Seven uh, because it, you know, again, it came out in 1999, so it wasn't really made, you know, for for new systems. Um, okay, yeah. So greatest game ever. It's a sci-fi horror first-person shooter with RPG elements thrown in. Okay. So it's it's got it's got a bit of everything. Yep. I'm just I'm just trying to think of, of, of how how to get across how much I love this game. How how to get across the glory of this game? Exactly. Uh, it, it it's one of the few games that actually, even with the the graphics looking dated, you know, because it, it's very uh, 
I guess at this point it's very polygony is the only way I know how to <laughs> I can uh, describe that. Sure. Um, it, it still is a very immersive environment. Um, like in in the game, you, you you find these guys, and I guess you'd almost want to call them zombie like characters. They kind of you know they go the ooh, yep. ooh, and they kind of run you, but they're not they're not like they're, there's they're Imagine if someone, let's we'll to use sci-fi, but imagine if someone was taken over by the Borg, but every now and then a part of them still kind of surfaced. Yep. That's kind of how these guys are. Okay. So every, every now and then, you know, you'll hear, you'll hear somebody across the, or, you know, around the corner and they'll just be like, kill me, kill me. And then they come around, they're swinging a, you know, a pipe at you and you're, you know, you, you jump back, you know, <laughs> 10 feet, and, you know, <laughs> you gotta turn all the lights and make sure you're all right. <laughs> um, nice. But yeah, it, it's, um, I like it, it's one of the few games that it, like is actually scary to play, at least for me. That I, you know, that I, I actually have to make sure I'm not playing it late at night with the lights off, and like there's there's weirdness to it. Like there's psychic monkeys you eventually uh, run run across, and and they fire little psychic blasts at you. Psychic monkeys. Yes, psychic monkeys. Already, this sounds like an amazing game. Yeah. Um, <laughs> there, there's. There's like a so you know so you got those those weird kind of creatures that have been taken over. You also have a kind of rogue AI in, that you know so you're kind of dealing with throughout the game as well. And and one of the neat things about this game is that um I guess it's got some slight realism in the sense that like so you know let's say you have a pistol, you fire the pistol enough times it stops working, like the quality of it deteriorates oh, unless really? you ha- unless you have points and skills like maintain. Which can help you, you know, keep guns lasting longer and that kind of stuff. So, okay. you know, it's got, it, it isn't just, I'll put points in strength and can carry more, or I'll put points in agility and move faster, but, you know, you can go, alright, well, I want to make sure I can repair weapons, or I want to make sure I can use heavy weapons, so I'll throw a point for that, or I want to, or I want to use, the, they have, the, you have the ability to use like psychic powers type stuff if you really want to go down that route, and so you can put points to that, or you can hack security systems if you put points into hacking. So it's got a lot of a lot of I guess different things happening at once, but it, it never it never feels like they're trying to do too much. Like each part, you know, is handled very well. Okay. Uh, I, I think it's it's one of those games that is for people who have played it. It's very much like a cult a cult classic of of, of games. You know that you know, you know most people don't play it and they go ah, that was alright. They go oh I love that game. I got to play it some more. Of course. Uh, and I, I guess what what makes me so excited about this is that you couldn't find this game for years. Like, the only reason I was ever able to play it is because I had one of the original CDs and it, it didn't get, you know, broken or lost throughout, throughout, throughout the decades. <laughs> uh, but the, the company that, uh, Looking Glass, the company that, that made it, they released it and then, like, a year later, they, uh, they, they dissolved. They went out of business and the, the name of, like, System Shock 2 went to, I think, an insurance company. And, you know, the, the rights to one part of the game went to somebody else. And, you know, so it was, it is all these different hands. And, and, you know, they can never get to an agreement. And, and I guess no one really pushed them that much to try to get this game re-released. Right. Um, and Until was, now. Exactly. So GOG was able to, I guess, come up with a good, uh, good deal for everybody. They got it for, for 10 bucks. Uh, well, no, they got ten bucks for us. I don't know who knows how much it costs them. You know? <laughs> they bought the rights to the game for ten bucks. Yeah, <laughs> nice. Uh, yeah, no. So it's so it's it's uh it's it's ten bucks nine ninety nine on the on the on gog dot com. Yeah. And 
uh, and you and for that you don't just get the game; you get a whole bunch of other stuff too. Yeah, you get uh, at, le- at least with this one. I, I don't I don't know how it is with every other game because I only purchased so much. <laughs> um, right. But like I got uh, the soundtrack, uh, some wallpapers for for the computer. Of course, not literal wallpapers. That would be that would be neat though. Um, That'd be kind of cool. Yeah, you you got the uh, you get the the pitch document that the developers use to I guess pitch the idea. Yep. Um, I've, uh, yeah, I think you get like the a, a digital copy of like the the booklet that came with the game and all that kind of stuff. Um, so like n- nothing that's like you know groundbreaking, but still you know neat things to have. Yeah, exactly. Um, you you there's the sort of thing that you 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 know just it just adds a little bit of uh, additional fun to the game um actually a a few few uh, probably months ago now uh gog actually started doing uh mac games as well so some of the games you can actually uh run on mac now uh and essentially they are just they're just like a, a packaged up game uh inside of like a like a virtual box like a virtual uh a virtual your computer environment that just is specifically built to run that that game and so right. rather than having to like log into something like DOSBox or something uh and you know and do the command line stuff to start the game up or whatever uh it's just automatic and so it has it's all packaged up and you just run the game and uh you can you can immediately like load that sort of that that stuff up yeah, and um, and with these older games, that they also go through the effort of making sure it it would it'll run good, uh, run fine on these on you know newer systems. Right, right. So it, it isn't like oh, I'm getting the same you know buggy game that they released you know twelve years ago. It's I'm getting the game, but they've bug you know bug bug fixed. They've put other little improvements on there to make sure that you know you you put it in and it and it works. Yeah, exactly. It works, works well. <laughs> and uh, you know, I and back when you know when they released the Mac ones, I um. Uh, just afterwards, I, I was went looking for SimCity because, look, you know, SimCity is one of those games where you just every now and then I, f- I feel the need to play it. Um, it just like it's just one of those games where it's just like, oh, you know, I really want to play SimCity. Now, where can I get SimCity? And I'm pretty sure that if I went looking through my little uh, folder of, of games that I could probably find that I have a copy of SimCity. Uh, I, I certainly have quite a few uh, Sim games in my in my collection. Here's the problem. I don't have a PC anymore. And, uh, you know, I, c- I could go to the, all the trouble of having a petition to boot up in to play, uh, you know, Windows games and have Windows uh, installed on it. But then I'd have to install Windows. <laughs> so there's that. But... You know, I I jumped onto I, I, like I, I jumped onto Google and I found I found uh, GOG dot com and Geo I don't know GOG let's just call it just let's just call it GOG we'll just call it GOG <laughs> so I found GOG and uh, <laughs> I found GOG that's great I've seen the light I found GOG uh, I think that's the title I think that's the title. Uh, so I, I found, you know, I came across, I, I came across Gog, and uh, I and they had it for, they've got it for like uh, six bucks, and so I, of course I was like, um, yes, and I downloaded the game and, and I played it for you know several uh, several days and got my <laughs> got my SimCity fix and left it, you know, and played as as you do with SimCity. So there's a there's a way that you play SimCity, and it's that you you start a city 
and you build it and you build it and you build it until you and you work you know you do all the bits and pieces until you can get arcologies i think that's the word the big you know the big kind of uh city in a building things that you can get for it and then you just build those you just build those and you let it run for days and days and days as it as it just gar- like builds money and uh and that's what i did and i got it up to several million so and and then and then you have aliens attack yeah, and then you have aliens attack, and then you just because you've got so much money, you just build everything again, uh, because you, you just can, and it's uh, yeah, I love SimCity, and you know, I I think that this is a really uh, a really great site because it has it has a whole bunch of old school games, uh, not old not all of them work on on Mac, but they do they do have quite a selection, and in fact they've got an entire page uh, f- dedicated to listing. Mac games, like games that work on Macs, includes a whole bunch of stuff. Unfortunately, it doesn't include System Shock 2, so I w- I'm not going to be playing that anytime soon. Uh, but it does have, like, the old school Alone in the Dark uh, games. Uh, it wow. has it has Earthworm Jim, uh, Ultima. Like, these are these are all games that, you know, that we loved when we, you know, back back in the day when they were, then, when they were the, you know, the latest games. And there's no reason, right. like, and, you know, and they come prepackaged. They're all, like, around the $10, $15 mark. Like, I, I'm looking through. I can't really see any that aren't, that are any more than that. And, and some one, are actually There's one here for 20 And some of them are cheaper. Like, there is a game yeah, here like, for, like, 4 bucks. Yeah. And and they have, um, oddly enough, after I bought System Shock 2, I, like, the next day I got an email saying, we're having a sale on all our... Uh, Oh man, I feel terrible. You know, I'm really bad with names. I think we've we've determined that uh, throughout the the series that I cannot pronounce words. That's okay. You're um, allowed to you're allowed to mispronounce words as long as we okay as long as we make well, sure I, that people know that you are probably mispronouncing it. Yes. Okay. The, the company uh, Apogee, A P O G E E. I, I would go with Apogee. Apogee. All right. Yeah. So like they were having a sale for Apogee games, or they were all like three dollars. Yeah. Nice. You know. So. And this really does sound like we're doing an ad for this company, but I think no, we, just, really, we both really like what they do, so we want to make sure they stick around. I, I think I think that you know it's it's one thing for them, like you know they haven't they haven't paid us any money to do this. I mean, they uh, should, but they haven't. They sh- they should. <laughs> they you know, uh, Gog, if you're up there, <laughs> uh, give us money so that we can talk about you like this more often. But no, or free games. Free games is what works too. Yeah. Look, I'll, I'll do with free games. And in fact, actually, they when when you when you first sign up to be able to, uh, or rather, maybe when I bought the first game or something, I got a whole bunch of free games. No, yeah, I did too. That I haven't played. Yeah, same here. <laughs> uh, you know, because you know they're they're uh, they're they're not games that I've ever heard of. One is called Teen Agent. Um, <laughs> I don't even know what that means. Uh. Apparently, it's one of the best Polish adventure titles. Good, good. That, that seems like that's a very specific thing to say. <laughs> Jokes that will never get old, it also says. Look, yeah. uh, look. the way that... that but it basically comes down to this, right? Uh, if you enjoyed some of the old school games that were around, uh, you know, like, what, like 10 years ago... You know, yeah, yeah. If, you, if so, you enjoyed those games, nineties, nineties, yeah, the nineties games, uh, and enjoyed like adventure games and stuff like that, like you know, there is, pro- it's probably pretty, uh, pretty safe to bet that you will be able to find find it on on GOG. 
I mean, they don't have every game, but they've got a lot of the, lot of the good ones, and I think that's, I think it's, I think that's commendable. Like they like they are a company who has basically uh, dedicated themselves to releasing old school games and some new games. They do a couple of new games, uh, but as a general rule, they just do all these great old games. Yeah, and and what else makes it makes it good is that the games have no DRM, so it's not you have to download it through the you know GOG downloader and you have to open up the GOG player before you can play any of the games. It's it's they give you a, a you know an, an EXE file or whatever the equivalent is on that. An app. Would, they just give you an app. Okay, there you go. And and you know you double click it, installs. There you go, and you play. And you know if you have multiple computers, you can install them on multiple computers. They don't care. Yeah, and that's like that's. That's awesome. This is the sort of thing that we, that we're we're all kind of begging for with you know the games that we that are currently coming out, but you know and you know these aren't these aren't you know all very new games or anything like that. And the the graphics are old school and that sort of thing, but they're still good games, and you know they they are very much worth like if you enjoyed a specific game but haven't been able to find it uh, and don't have your copy of it anymore or because you've changed computers or something like that. This is a great place to get them. Really is. Yeah. And and what also makes these these good is that because they they are essentially still the same games you've played before. Uh, th- these games have mods out there, you know, like they've been out long enough that people have said, "Oh, you know, I, I love Duke Nukem 3D, so I made 100 new levels and here here they are in in the zip file." You can download that and and play it as part of this game. Yeah, and a lot of the you games know, and a lot of the games comes with those uh with those additional uh like those additional packs and stuff that that uh, some of them came with the original games, uh, but they have like wallpapers and and uh, soundtracks and stuff like that. And a lot of the games come with that sort of stuff attached to it, which yeah, so is it's, like awesome. Yeah, and it's, it's again you're not paying much, and you're getting the memories back. Memories, and that's that's what's really important. Really, is, it really really is. Uh, and look, and this also means that you don't have to go and uh, and torrent torrent games like this you can you can buy them and they're, they're yours forever and you can love them and cherish them and give them a home indeed 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 i feel like we should have uh sarah mclachlan or whatever her name is playing in the background <laughs> as, as, as we just show show images of the games wow look uh you know we're, we're we're in love with this site and i think i think it's fair to say that uh you know that other people who now will discover it Thanks to us, uh, that you guys will also uh, fall in love with with this site because it it really does have a lot of the old school games that you used to play. Uh, you know, there's there there is probably hundreds on here. I'd I'd I'd, I'd say there's at least at least a hundred. I don't know. Can you find? Is there a count somewhere? I'm trying to scroll to the bottom, but it takes forever to scroll because it keeps <laughs> loading more games. Um, I, I think they have I think they have 519 games. There you go. And I only know that because when I go to the main site, it says all 519 games. So I will assume they have 519 games. <laughs> I don't know where you see that, but okay, I'm gonna. I'm just going to. Uh, oh, there it is. All 519. There you go. 519. I see it now. I see it. <laughs> so look, guys, uh, check check out uh, GOG. Check out GOG. Uh, love and accept GOG into your hearts. Into your hearts. 
uh, and GOG will reward you with games, I'm sure. I'm very sure. I, I, you know, I feel like we're, we're going to be uh, smoted, smitten sometime soon. Well, look, you know... Smited. That's, that's very true. But, you know, you know we're, we're allowed to have a... It, it is kind <laughs> of ironic, and we're allowed to have a bit of a joke, I think. <laughs> I think that's okay. So... Uh, let's, let, let's, uh, I mean, you, we'll, we'll leave it at that. We've, we've, we've talked up GOG for a while, so let, we can probably move on to the next topic. Which is not GOG related. Which is not GOG related. And not Apple related. Will, will that be our new, is, is GOG the new Apple in our podcast? No, no. <laughs> Apple is still going to be Apple because Apple gets re- mentioned every single time. And <laughs> when the, the, the thing about Apple is I always have a way to bring like to to uh to compare and contrast something with apple so this this is kind of this is awesome but it's no apple <laughs> I'll, I'll be honest i'll be honest well you're, you're, you've, you've used your skills for evil i see <laughs> uh that's just how I, how i roll yep okay well our next topic is a sad, sad topic because Indeed. it's about anti-piracy stuff or <sighs> pro-copyright stuff, however you want to look at it. Yeah, I don't think the two are necessarily the same. I think when it comes to pro-copyright stuff, there are other methods uh, and other ways to deal with uh, to deal with this that don't require the sort of stuff that, uh, you know, that the, these companies kind of get themselves into. Uh, well, uh, so, I, I, it's, defi- it's definitely anti- anti-piracy stuff, though. Yeah. Well, for, for, for those of you who don't know what we're actually talking about yet, um, in the U.S., the Motion Picture Association and the Recording Industry Association and five uh, ISPs have kind of come together to form the Center for Copyright Information. Uh, and, and essentially, they've all kind of agreed to do uh, like a six-strike a six strikes scheme for anti-piracy stuff. So if, you know, you're using, you know, whatever you're using, you know, Jelly ISP, and Jelly ISP catches you, uh, somehow finds out that you've uh, pirated an episode of Jelly and Bean. Arr shame uh they'll you know so you have six, six strikes so the first one maybe they'll send you an email that says you know we've noticed you've done this maybe you should stop it and the second one will be you're still doing it maybe you should stop it and then the third will be a slow you know they'll slow down your, your internet speed and then the fourth might be they block some internet sites you know maybe important ones like google or facebook until you complete some sort of you know copyright course uh but i i guess None, none of these companies have said they're going to um, block people's internet completely because, of course, why would you keep paying them if that was the case? Indeed. Uh, yeah, so I, I guess it's... I, I'm, I'm not a fan of this. Um, and it, it's one of those things that, it, to me, I feel like it's going to have the exact same problems that they have whenever the you know the record labels sue someone for you know downloading the latest album is that they can't ever really prove that someone downloaded it. Like you know, unless you, there's a there's you know a photo of, of you sitting there clicking the, the the torrent button, you know who's to say 
someone else didn't sign on to your network or some other person in your house didn't do it. Or that, uh, you know, you're hooked up to a public Wi-Fi hotspot or that, you know, you somebody did it, you know, on a, on an IP that's usually, uh, usually attached to you, but happened for that, you know, particular instance to be attached to somebody else. It's, right. know, there's, there's so many ways that this, this sort of, uh, you know, tracking people with IPs can, can fall down. Yeah. And well, you know, it's, it's, it's funny. Uh, in, in France, they have a, a three strikes law, uh, you know, very similar to this. And they've, they've only successfully prosecuted one person and his fine was like, Two two hundred. Well, I guess the equivalent of two hundred dollars, maybe two hundred euros, which isn't really the equivalent because I, I think that's probably worth more than two hundred dollars. But still, two hundred somethings, some some form of currency, and it it came out through the, I guess the, the trial that his his ex wife said that she was the one who did it. So like you know, I guess all the evidence pointed away from this guy doing it, and he still got charged money for it. <sighs> the the whole whole thing behind uh you know these this anti piracy and uh you know anti torrenting setup is ridiculous and i mean it's it's you know it's fair to say that you know copyright is important and you know i i deal with a lot of stuff where copyright is uh you know is is super important uh you know i i produce illustrations i produce um you know, I've produced things like, you know, short films and stuff like that, um, you know, and, you know, piracy, sorry, co- copyright does protect me in that way. Like, if I, you know, if I found that somebody has copied an image that I, you know, that I that I drew and you know, spent my time working on and I find that somebody's, you know, copied it and started making money from it, then, you know, by all means, I should be able to, there should be a method for me to be able to uh, get compensation for that, Right. Um, because, you know, I, it's, it's, you know, it's not fair for me to, you know, have created all this, this stuff and to then, you know, find that I'm being subverted by some dude who's decided to put it on a t-shirt and sell it, you know, for, for 20 bucks a pop and is making all this money. Right. Right. That sort of stuff. I mean, it's, it's important, but at the same time, you know, we're, we're talking about, we're talking about companies here, like the... MPAA is, you know, for for film, and the RIAA is for uh, is for music, and like both film and music is difficult to get. Like uh, in certain countries, uh, it's you know they they don't uh, things aren't released at the same time. So you know I can go and you know somebody can go and watch a movie in the US, and I have no way to access that. So what's the best way to do it here in Australia, or you know el- elsewhere in the world? it is to torrent it like that is right. that is the way that people do it because you know things like you know the one of the most popular tv shows on planet earth right now which is game of thrones is like this hugely torrented thing especially here in australia because we have no method for accessing it they're accessing it because uh you know the, because it's specifically on uh hbo i think in yeah. in america and you know that I think is a like that's a subscription like a pay you know, pay as you pay to yeah, watch yeah, or something like yeah, that's that's one of those where if you have a, a satellite or cable uh, subscription you pay in addition to get uh, HBO so it's 
it's pricey. <laughs> right. So, I mean, it's it's one of those things where you pay you pay good money to be able to access that, but and that's and that's fine. But I think like I I I, th- I completely understand people who want to watch that. Uh, straight away and i know i know of people who who are very like oh you know you got to realize that if you're torrenting stuff and going in like going past copyright you know that's that's very wrong and you shouldn't be doing it and if you if you are doing it then you should at least know that it's bad and that you shouldn't be doing it and that's like that's all very well and good for somebody who could possibly access it anytime they want it like if they you know this particular person that i've got in my mind his is uh you know is based in the u.s could probably get hbo if they so chose to uh probably don't i don't think they i don't think they really uh do watch anything on hbo or anything like that but you know if they wanted to they can do it but it's a very different situation when you live in a different country because a whole lot of stuff comes into play. I mean, it's, you know, and, and these sort of things of like, it is just simply comes down to, you know, if I, like my wife and I both watch, uh, both watch television shows that come from the U S and if they, like, if we leave it too long, inevitably we are spoiled for shows right. because that's what happens. We get on the internet and we have no meth- no way. There is no way that we can can avoid uh, things about that particular shows because uh, actors from the shows will tweet about it. Uh, I can go on Tumblr, like I can go on Tumblr, and you'll you know, immediately the- see a thousand um, pictures of whatever whatever man is in the episode. Right. He'll be he'll be up there. Girls will have written various texts around him. Indeed, like and and this sort of stuff. I mean. It sucks. It really does because it takes all of the enjoyment out of watching a show. Uh, you know, Mel Mel has enjoyed up until now to what watching Downton Abbey. She left the like left watching. I think it's what the second season or third season, the most recent season. I think I think they're on the third. Yeah, so they left. They left them. She left the most recent season uh, for a little while before she before she started watching it. Was spoiled, and now she has no desire to watch it. And I fully she understand that yeah. because she already knows what happened. It takes all the, like this. There is no there is no reward at the end. And TV shows these days are all about the reward. Like you know, you 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 dedicate yourselves to to watching them uh, every week, so that when you know when things happen, you get the reward. Like you you know, so that when you know the the big change comes or when the big cliffhanger comes and and is resolved, that you get all the all the pleasure and all the reward out of that because it's entertainment and it's all about pleasure, right? Yeah, and the whole point is that and like the the. The delay for Australia would have, would have made sense at a time, you know, I guess before it was easy to access this type of thing, you know, before well, the same shows, you know, everyone knew about the same shows. Before but, the internet. Exactly. Um, you know, back in the back in the day where if I wanted to contact somebody in America and talk about the latest television shows that had come out, I literally had to phone, like make a phone call uh, overseas, which was expensive. And, you know, and and talk about it like so there was no real like if i was going to be watching you know sabrina the teenage witch i wasn't going to get Great spoiled show, by the way yeah ter- definitely definitely it's one of those it's one of those ones that you kind of feel slightly guilty for watching but you just you just you love it and you can't help yourself well, no, see, I remember when that was—I remember that was airing. I, I was—I watched it when it was on TV. All right. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I, I tried to. I was—I was never really allowed to, but you know, I—I I tried. 
but yeah, so so you know, if I wanted to talk to somebody over in, in like over in America as it was coming out in America, because I guarantee you we were getting it late. Uh, if I wanted to talk, like if I wanted to get spoiled for it, I literally had to be on a phone call with somebody from you know the US just after it had been originally aired. Or you know, find a, you know, get get a letter from somebody like. And these 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 are things that don't you know, it's it's not you know gonna is not necessarily gonna happen. But you know, nowadays, like I can literally be spoiled before I even have the opportunity to watch it. Yeah. Uh, you know, because people are spoiling shows as they are aired on TV because people are live tweeting, and it's a thing that like that 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 TV, that. TV stations and stuff do now, especially in America, where a show will come out and they'll live, they'll have like a, one of the one of the cast live tweeting through it, uh, and it's like it's so you know it's you know there's there's there are solutions to this. I'll, I'll be honest. Okay, let's uh, let's let's take a look at some of the solutions to avoiding this sort of thing. Don't go on Twitter. Don't go on you know these websites. Okay, that's fine. Um, so, in other words, I have to avoid Twitter for six months so that I don't get spoiled for my favorite TV show. Right. Uh, okay. You know, don't, read, don't read any blogs, though, because they might talk about it. Yeah, don't, I can't read any blogs. Uh, I can't read any blogs about entertainment. So, you know, specifically about TV shows. Uh, I can't read any blogs about tech because... Pretty, it's pretty likely that they'll either reference a TV show, or they'll talk about a TV show, or they'll use a picture from a TV show. Uh, can't can't do any of that, so I can't read any blogs. Um, I I have to I can't talk to anybody outside of uh, my you know immediate area because you know otherwise I could come in contact with say if I'm using like instant messenger or skype or something i could be having a conversation with somebody based in the u.s uh and they could you know accidentally spoil me so i have to stop talking to people that i know over in the united states um yeah i basically that's so all of these solutions quote solutions are the sort of thing where like I'm having to literally cut myself off from you know from everything that's going on around me and just basically live a really sheltered existence like the one that yeah. I used to you know that I used to live back before the internet existed so essentially I'm no more internet so here's here's the ultimate solution for anti-piracy nobody's allowed to, to talk to each other or have any contact with each other that, at all. That's fantastic. Let's do that. Yeah, awesome. You know, the thing is, is that you know people people share the things that they like. People, it's it's natural to do that. You know, we we want to share the stuff that we 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 like. We want to talk about it. We want to do things with it. It's and it's also natural for us to seek out things that we want to that we're we're interested in. You know, we we find a show that we're that we like and we'll immediately go online and start looking for things that you know looking for people to talk to about it or you know resources that we can you know watch or you know we can might look on youtube and see things like parodies and stuff like that because that sort of stuff interests us as as humans so the whole idea of stopping piracy is really really silly um and especially doing it in such a way that it involves things like drm uh, and doing things like 
uh, you know, throttling, throttling torrents, setting up these, uh, setting up these silly. We've gone way off topic. I've just realised. Uh, well, setting up these. What, I think it's what we want. We want. To, we want to discuss. It doesn't matter if it's. <laughs> it's true. It's a bit true. off topic. It's, as long as it's interesting. Uh, you know, and, and it's what is what like one of the things that you know they're, they're trying to do is is setting up these uh these you know multiple strike things uh the australia was i think at one stage may still be i'm not sure uh there was talk about uh doing a thing where they would give you i think it was five strikes uh and there was you know certain steps that they ca- they they covered for each each uh strike to stop piracy uh more recently uh it was announced that telstra was going to be throttling uh users who have who are accessing torrents and stuff like that because you know, apparently they can do that uh and it's you know and it's like the, these these things are the sort of things that uh you know they 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 do stop torrent like they do stop piracy they do they do kind of deter people from doing it because it's it's either too hard to do it uh it's not like it's it's makes it uh makes it the sort of thing that you uh you don't really want to do like that's because you you worry that you'll be caught or something like that and so yeah it, yeah it does it does stop piracy uh direct piracy anyway but you know what happens what happens is people go to somebody else who they know has the show and get it from them on physical media. Right, and sit on by it themselves. Right. Uh, you know, and so therefore they don't get caught for, for piracy because how can you how can you track somebody who's, you know, taken a hard drive to to their mate's place to pick up all the shows that they've either torrented or ripped off DVDs or whatever. Right. Uh, you know, it's it, it doesn't stop anything. All it does is make people try to be more to to be less uh you know less open about it and uh you know they don't want to talk about it and they don't want to they they don't want to make uh be caught so they try they do things like go through uh go through uh, proxies that you know that uh, make them anonymous and stuff like that right you know it's it's this sort of stuff it's one of these things where there is a very simple way to stop this from happening that is actually that will actually work it's very simple. It's very, very simple. Here, here's what it is. I'm waiting. Okay. To stop piracy, you release content to everybody. You make it affordable for people to access. No matter where they are. No matter where they are. And you release it online for everybody so that it's available online on demand. Right. Because people want to watch stuff on demand now. It's just, it's just how people like to watch things. Uh, because, you know, life has gotten so busy that people, you know, can't necessarily dedicate, you know, a night to, like, a whole night to watching their favourite TV shows. Um, But they might be able to, you know, watch them on the weekends or something like that, and that's fine. Um, But by making stuff available, like, freely available, and when I say freely there, I don't mean, like, for free. I mean, people... Easily. You know, easily... But people, you know, it's it's fair to make people pay for the stuff that they want to consume. You know, I, I would want to, like, just in the same way that, you know, if somebody's wanting to, uh, you know, wanting to uh, produce shirts with an image that I, you know, I've created, you know, I, I would expect that I can, you know, I'm not, you know, that they're not making money off of something that I put all my, you know, all my effort into. 
uh, I should get some. I should get a kickback from that, and that's fine. Right. I don't think that that's a. That's not necessarily something that uh, we want to circumvent. All I'm ask, like all I think is that we should be making it so that it's easier to access. Because if something is so easy to access, it means that people aren't going to want to. You know, most people aren't going to want to go around. You know, finding another way to get it. Um, and I mean right. that doesn't that doesn't necessarily stop. It doesn't necessarily stop piracy in its tracks, but it certainly stops the people uh, who all that they want to do is just watch their favorite shows, who just want to see the shows, uh, you know, at the same time as everybody else, who don't ha- like, who don't want to be spoiled for their shows. It, of course, it doesn't stop the people who are just uh, who are just in it because you know, oh, I, d- I don't want to pay three bucks for this show. Um, you know, of course that sort of stuff doesn't get, like, th- those people, those sort of people aren't going to be stopped. Right. They're, and they're and the ones... They, they will always find ways around these, these these filters or the... Right. You know, the the IP stuff, like, there's there's always ways around it and they'll always find them. And and they're the ones that are going to go out and find them. It's one of these situations where, uh, like DRM, where putting these things in place, all it does is it hurts the people who are doing it the right way. Um, you know those. You know those. Uh, uh, you know those. Uh, those bits on the beginning of uh, of movies that they put on the DVDs and stuff, where it's like, um, uh, when you go to the movies, when you go to the movies at the moment, sometimes you get the little the little thing of Australia makes great movies. Yes. Uh, but piracy, and then it burns up the the poster of the happy the Happy Feet poster. And it's you know it's all about don't pirate things and oh you know, no so my favorite my favorite ones are from the the US the US DVDs yep they they have like really dramatic like music's like and then it has like it says like you wouldn't steal you know you wouldn't steal a car yeah I remember and, you that know, one. you wouldn't steal you know a, you wouldn't steal a, a TV yeah you wouldn't steal a but why would you steal a movie <laughs> downloading pirated movies is stealing <laughs> i remember i do I, I we had yeah definitely i remember those uh and that all that does all that sort of stuff does is it's punishment for the people who do it the right way like right. i because because people pirate stuff i have to sit through that awful thing every single time i uh every single time i go to the movies or something like it uh, you know, and every time I stick a DVD in my DVD player, I guess, uh, you know, which is, which is rarely because, and you know, it's rarely because I have to sit through that thing. Uh, you know, I have to, I have to watch that, you know, that, that one of those, one of the many different ones. Uh, and it's the sort of thing that, you know, it, it's how, like, it, it's, it's just how it has uh, like it's it's become the the way to do it, and DRM even is even you know is is in the same kind of vein. It does stop people from being able to copy their discs, but really the only people that you are stopping is the people who want to copy their discs because you know for for some form of legitimate reason because right. because the disc that they have is like super scratched and so they've you know they try to make a they try to make a copy of it to try and you know to try and get a, a good version but they're not going to like go and give it away or anything like that they just want the movie they just want to watch the movie without having this 
pot in the center that it you know it gets stuck on. Yeah, well, it's it's almost I think it's even worse in, in the uh, the video game world with a lot of computer games that they release with DRM where it doesn't matter what the game is, you have to be connected to the internet to play it. Yeah, and if you, if your internet connection drops out or if if their servers aren't working, you can't play your game. Right, and, and it doesn't matter that it's a single player game and that it doesn't actually have any online components. You're, you're still required to be online the entire time. Exactly, and like, and it's one of those things. Actually, I saw, I saw a video today uh, of of a friend um, actually posted a video online, and uh, I will find the link and I will put it in the show notes for you. So this this video was uh, produced. Hang on, I'm gonna I'm gonna see if I can find it. So this video was produced. Um, by a group of people uh, for something called the deconstruction. Uh, it's a video of a chair. It's just a like a really simple looking uh, wooden chair. It's called DRM chair. Uh, so this chair was specifically built uh, with. So it's a basic chair. Uh, it's specifically built with a limited number of usages. Uh, there is a sensor on the chair that determines when somebody sits and when somebody gets up, right? Okay. Uh, so it knows that somebody has sat, sat on the chair and has gotten up and has left, right? This particular chair was set to eight. So you could use it eight times before it literally fell over. Uh, once, and so they video, they, they show on the video eight different people walk in, sit on the chair, get up, walk out, right? They you know, they don't sit on it for any particular amount of time. They just right. sit and they get up and they go. Uh, and it shows you, it shows you, and it ticks down. It goes tick, 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 tick. As it, as it goes down, ticks out the number of, uh, of, of sits left. And then what happens is at the end of that, it literally, like, the, the, the joins melt and it falls over. Okay. Uh... The funny thing about this, though, is that everybody who sits on the chair until the like throughout the video, they don't put their weight on it. They they kind of sit, but they sit in such a way that they're really not sure if it's going to stand. Right. Now I'm not sure if that's because they weren't really uh, they weren't really keen to see if it could handle that much weight. Uh, you know, because you know, if I built a chair, I'd probably feel very much the same way. <laughs> uh until until I actually had you know made sure that it was solid uh but these these they they kind of sit on it and they kind of they just kind of gently put themselves down and then they might lean on their knees so that not all of their weight is on the chair and then they get up and they walk away and like it's just it just goes to show that this sort of stuff uh putting these things in place that stop people from from copying stop people from using uh u- using stuff that they that they're that interested in using it ruins it for everybody not just for the people who are trying to do the wrong thing but for the people who are trying to do the right thing right and uh and to get kind of back to where we started like the whole idea of these uh these five strikes six strikes however many strikes uh laws that people that countries try to uh try to set up it like and and like you said with the 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 uh, uh with the instance in France where the, you know the guy the guy was uh wasn't actually the person who did any of the the downloads uh 
it doesn't work because the people right. who anybody who's smart enough to try and to do the torrents is probably smart enough to try and get around it and they will if they're really really keen to do it they will do it because you can't just you, it's you know it, they're, they're going to find a way if they can't do it through like through online they'll do something where they go they go somewhere else and download from there. If they can't do it from there, they'll get the, like they will literally do it physically. They will copy the stuff and share it around, um, share it around on a hard drive. Yeah. So like, again, this is going to stop the people who weren't going to do it in the first place. Right. Right. I just, I just like, it's one of those things where like it's it's it really needs to be rethought because at this point in time like we can continue down on this on this path where you know one side finds a way around the next thing and then the you know the big companies and the big the big corporations try to put a stop to that and then they finally do and then they find another way around and you know there's just this kind of cat and mouse thing where it just keeps going back and forwards back and forwards back and forwards we can do that forever. Like we can literally do that forever, because there is no way that you can possibly fill all of the holes that people will use to to uh, to get you know to 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 copy media. At least not without you know removing any sorts of, sort of like individuality like or or privacy or any of that sort of stuff. Like you would literally have to restrict people to not contacting each other or you know. Or at least contacting each other, you know, with you know, under under um, surveillance, or you know, in with with you know, with a Let, guardian letters, present. Letters only, no. Yeah. No, no email or phone calls, just handwritten letters. <clears throat> uh, that's the only like that's the only sort of way that you can ever really stop that, and like I think that at that point, at that point, we lose our humanity. Like it's just that sort of it's. I mean, that sounds really kind of sci-fi movie ending esque, where you know we've just fought the you know the difference between us and the machines is that we are individuals. You He's know, a man with a mission. <laughs> you know, but but that's the thing. Like science science fiction is the sort of thing where it. Uh, it it, re- it reflects the things that go on in society. It reflects, you know, political stuff. It reflects how how the world currently works because that's the sort of thing that you know we do with science fiction. And honestly, like the only way that this the only way that this can ever turn out the way that the the, the big companies want it to is to do that. They will be if we let them the the company like they will be the people who are. Uh, you know, are, are controlling our very lives because that's the only thing, like, that's going to eventually be the only thing that's left to do. On the other hand, if we can teach them, if they can finally get through their giant thick heads, that the best way to do, to deal with torrent, like, to deal with people torrenting is just to make stuff available easily and affordably, then most of the things that they're trying to do, most of the things that they need to do to stop people from torrenting won't be required because it people like the the people a lot of the people won't be torrenting. It'll like torrenting would go down, I guarantee you, if stuff was made available f- like freely and and like easily and cheaply. Yeah, cuz uh, I I think most people who do torrent don't want to. 
Like, they're only doing it because there's not really any other viable options for them. Right. You know, and it's, and like I said before, it's one thing to say, uh, it's one thing to say, you know, you shouldn't, you shouldn't do it. You shouldn't do it. You should feel bad for doing it. You know, you should realize that you're doing the wrong thing. You know, you should realize that you are breaking the law by, by, uh, going around other people's copyright. You know, how would you feel if you, if your copyright was being infringed? You know, that's all very well and good. And that's, you know, I, I completely understand it. But that doesn't that doesn't really you know that doesn't really do anything about the the need for you know something that will stop this. And really, the only thing that is going to stop piracy is good content distribution. Yeah, just straight up, straight up. Do you have anything to add to that? I've kind of hogged that for a bit. I went on no, I think I think you covered everything. I was I was. Uh, I had in my head, so <laughs> I think I went on one of my my big rants. So hopefully, <laughs> hopefully that uh, that that was uh, good fun for everybody. I ranted for like forty minutes, <laughs> <laughs> and now we don't have time for anything else. <laughs> no, literally, we don't have time for anything else. That's that's all we have time for today, uh, guys. If you are interested in reading. Uh, any of the stuff that we kind of referenced today, uh, if you're interested in looking up uh, GOG, uh, then then please feel free to. Uh, we are 100% behind GOG. We we will uh, we we, uh, we we think you will really enjoy it. Uh, and, if you, would you like know to... what you know what though, even if they don't, even if they don't like GOG, GOG still likes them. That's <laughs> true, <laughs> and that's why they do D- DRM free and provide things easily and cheaply. Hmm. Sounds familiar. <laughs> it does. really does sound familiar. So if you're interested in reading any of the stuff that we have about piracy or any of the stuff about, about GOG or the video that I mentioned with the DRM chair, uh, you can find all of that on our website. Uh, the link for that is jellyandbean.co forward slash 14. Now, if you would like to get in contact with us, if you would like to tell me that I'm so very wrong about my stance on content distribution and, and torrenting and piracy, then you can do that too. Uh, you can jump on our website for that one. Uh, you can, and all you need to do is go to jellyandbean.co forward slash contact, and you will be able to send uh, both me and Brandon an email uh, telling us just what we uh, what we're saying that is wrong. Now, if you would like to contact any of, either of us individually, you can do that as well. We're both on Twitter. Uh, Brandon is available at Brandroid Attack, and I am at Jellybean Soup. Uh, this has been episode fourteen, guys. Thank you for listening, and we will see you next week. Bye.